Welcome to the Daily DDT Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jaden Becker. It's WrestleMania weekend. I'm Jaden Becker, and this is the Daily DGT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DGT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at DailyDGT.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at JadenBeckerTV. Last night was WWE Friday. Friday Night Smackdown, but before we get into that, I just want to tell you that we're going to skip out on the news for uh, this episode and the next episode. I'm also going to do the same on on this day in pro wrestling history. Uh, Those should be returning after WrestleMania. There's just some more pressing issues, if you will, more like uh, WrestleMania, (laughs) I would call it, the pressing issues. And also, if you go into like the news stratosphere of professional wrestling and just the news market what you're looking for a lot of it is just mania related like uh, what the pyro is going to look like and what uh, you know the the scene and what the set is going to look like as well so uh personally i I don't like to spoil myself i don't like to i I don't want to be spoiled before the event i want to see it first on the wwe network i want to see it on peacock first before anything else happens so uh, i'm going to let that happen there and uh, i don't want to see it beforehand Uh, i'm not going to spoil it for you either because i know people want to see it for the first time themselves there as well so uh, no spoilers here no spoilers here with all of it being so uh, wrestlemania related we're gonna get right into our show review for last night's friday night smackdown but before we get into that let us thank our sponsor manscaped who's the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever the lawnmower 3.0 their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology i now feel confident shaving my boys you have an exclusive offer for my listeners 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com that is fansided20 all caps at manscaped.com unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped Let's get into Friday Night SmackDown. Daniel Bryan opened the show. He said he's finally excited to hear the roar of the WWE Universe. Directly aligns his WrestleMania 30 run, similar to now. And he had a sweet promo. Felt a little bit commercial with all the yes stuff. And I have right in my notes here, yes, yes, yes. Because that was kind of what he was hinting at uh, throughout this whole uh, promo. How he's been told no his whole career. And now finally gets the opportunity to get told yes, even though... He's been told yes multiple times throughout his career, pretty much, you know, for finding his way back. And now moments like this one here uh, and then moments uh, uh, in the past from WrestleMania 30, obviously having to own it. You know, had to earn it there. And it, he's he's owned it, but uh, he's done a fantastic job here finding his way into the main event. And uh, throughout the night, we're going to hear promos from Edge and Roman Reigns as well in the, the middle of the ring. Each getting their moment to speak on the microphone before their match at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan was the first one to go here. And I feel was uh, the the la- the least out of the three. He had the, the least uh, excitement for me out, out of the three. He didn't make me excited. The other two definitely made me more excited than his did. And funny because this was the only babyface promo in this one. The rest were, uh, I guess you can call Edge a tweener. Some people do. I call him more of a heel. Uh, but uh, you know, you can somewhere walk with that line there. And then you also look at Roman Reigns, which is full-fledged heel. He did a great promo, so we'll, we'll get to that towards uh, the end of the show. 
Also, once again, apologize if you hear cars passing and if you hear it planes overhead. Once again, not in Ithaca, New York, where things are quiet and <laughs> it's barely anything going on. I'm back in Queens, New York, where I'm next to uh, LaGuardia Airport, where uh, you will hear LaGuardia Airport pretty often. So let's uh, let's hope as I look out my window, let's hope uh, that doesn't come to her bite us too bad. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Dominic Mysterio versus the Dirty Dogs for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. This is technically, tech, I don't even know if you want to call it that, but a pre-show match to WrestleMania uh, airing on SmackDown. So here it is, uh, a brawl prior to the match, and yes, shoved the whole tag team division down our throats at the same exact time. Please, that's exactly what I want. I want every team just to be all fighting for the belt at the same time. I hope the sarcasm uh, delivers through your headphones. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic with the nice dives to the outside onto the Alpha Academy. Double 619 onto the Dirty Dogs. Otis stops the pinfall, however. Ford with a huge dive to the outside. Rude and Ziggler retain after Ford hits a frog splash but inadvertently is tagged out, thus uh, making him no longer uh, a member of the uh, the legal member of the match, and then uh, getting super kicked in order for Rudin Ziggler to pin and pick up the win. Uh, nothing, obviously, nothing changing. If this match is at WrestleMania, at the actual card of WrestleMania, which it definitely could have been, given the fact that it's a two-night event, uh, the, either the Street Profits or Dominic and Rey Mysterio, I felt like would have won this. Uh, I'm really feeling a baby, big babyface WrestleMania throughout this one. Uh, maybe besides a few main events, but uh, I'm I'm. I would have thought that the Street Profits would have gotten it. I would have thought that Dominic and Ray could have gotten it at the big stage at WrestleMania so people get recognized that, hey, that's Dominic Mysterio. That is Ray Mysterio's son. So we should all cheer him because even the most casual fan knows who Ray Mysterio is given his mask and who his whole persona. You know, everyone loves Ray Mysterio. So uh, I feel like he would have won it there at Mania. Street Profits also, if they wanted to get them over once again with the fans, they haven't won and been in front of, of fans in that big of a stage uh, since February, since March, so uh, it would have been nice there. But nope, 30 Dogs retain, and uh, a big nothing burger as uh, it just, you know, I, I know a lot of people that are fans of, of Dolph, and, you know, he deserves it and whatever, whatever. But, it, yeah, he retains, but on a SmackDown, not in Raymond James, in front of the Thunderdome, in a, in a SmackDown that it was dubbed the WrestleMania SmackDown. You know, if you go on, I guess if you go on the Wikipedia page, are they even going to show it in the card? I don't think so. I, I doubt that. In our next segment, Big E gets a haircut. There's a little bit more to it. He goes back to his hometown roots in Tampa Bay, which uh, where WrestleMania will be, and he talks about how uh, he's going to have to dig deep and to beat uh, Apollo Crews to retain his Intercontinental Championship. Fun segment. We saw him get a haircut. We saw him walk by Raymond James Stadium, and uh, it was nice. I also got the news that Wale will perform Big E's theme at WrestleMania, which is fun to see as well. Uh, given that you know, this is WrestleMania, it should be a spectacle, and they're going to do a good job there. Tamina with Natalia versus Nia Jax, and uh, this matchup on paper is a beast matchup, Tamina versus Nia Jax. Nice to see that there. Uh, this match is a little short, however. Tamina drops uh, Nia Jax on her uh, behind, if you will. I don't want to say uh, what I wrote here in my notes, uh, but drops her on her back, and a surprising spot because you don't really see Nia Jax take that big of a bump early on in the match. Reginald gets involved early, causing Jax to run over Tamina. Tamina connects with a huge Samoan drop. Baszler enters to break up the pin, ending the match by DQ. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about the women's tag team division, but I'm hoping for Tamina and Natalia, as we'll see in my predictions uh, at later in this episode of the Daily DDT Podcast. Uh, I, I know I don't really like talking about it, but 
But, you know, here we are. We sort of have to talk about it at this point because, you know, we're, we're forced here. They're forcing it down our throat. All the tag teams brought backstage, including Billy Kay and Carmella, who are now going to be involved in the tag team turmoil match. Uh, I'm still going to try my best not to talk about the women's tag team division until after WrestleMania because it is just that bad. That bad. I go to bat for WWE a lot, but whew, this was a, not there. Speaking of the things that are good, the Edge promo. Oh, boy. What a fantastic promo by Edge, sitting in the middle of the ring with a spotlight on him with all the lights turned out. Tells his career story, wanting to end in his own career, uh, his own career on his own terms. Uh, didn't come back for a greatest hits tour. He wanted to come back to main event WrestleMania. Still mad at it, that it's a triple threat match. He says uh, he calls Daniel Bryan an indie troll, sticking his nose in his business. Calls Roman Reigns the Samoan Edge, which was uh, I thought a fantastic and hilarious comparison, saying that how did Edge start in the WWE slash WWF? He started in a three man group. Did they come through through the? How, how did he enter when he coming into um, the see they, they came through? Uh, the crowd, much like how Roman Reigns did. Uh, what is uh, Edge's finishing move? The spear, much like how Roman Reigns is. So he calls uh, Roman Reigns the Samoan Edge, which I thought was absolutely hilarious and a good comparison there. No one does an impassioned promo like Edge. I absolutely love it. And that's why I feel like I was missing from Daniel Bryan in the beginning. It felt pretty commercial. Edge's promo didn't feel commercial. It felt genuine. It felt from the heart. It felt from the gut. So a great promo there by Edge. And uh, so I think he, he might be... Ah, I don't know if it's tight. I think Roman was a little bit better, even though Edge still put on a fantastic, fantastic promo. He puts on these great promos ever since he was working with Orton in um, last year's Mania. He's putting on great promos. So, fun to see. Uh, but I will get into Roman Reigns' promo later on. Looking on to our main event, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, shame this is on, isn't on the Mania card either, given the fact that uh, this is what kind of the replacement was for the Money of the Bank of trying to get uh, the, the smaller guy over and uh, putting them in the main stage of WrestleMania. Shame it's not on the main card, but it is what it is. Sort of have to deal with it, especially given the fact that names like Nakamura, King Corbin, and Jey Uso are on this card in this match. Uh, Nakamura got half his entrance. King Corbin and Jey Uso got full entrances. I thought I just want to note that there for you as everyone else in this match all walked out as a group. Crazy to think Uso made it this far. I've read that in my notes before the match even unfolds. The Hurt Business is eliminated by all of the match, uh, all the, the members of the match early on. Retribution eliminated by Mustafa Ali, or the former members of Retribution, I should say. The last five in this match, as who you would expect, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, King Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Jey Uso. Ricochet eliminates Ali, Uso eliminates Ricochet, Nakamura eliminates Corbin, and Uso eliminates Nakamura to win. Good for Jey Uso. Good for Jey Uso. All his hard work from the, the past year of 2020 working with uh, Roman Reigns and uh, putting him on a different stratosphere than what he used to be, that tag team wrestler with his brother, of course, and now finding his way, obviously, into a singles singles competition with Roman Reigns in the past and now uh, winning this Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I think this is just a gift to, to uh, I would say, to Jey Uso saying, like, you know what, you worked hard. You earn this spot, and here you go. You, you, this is your your reward for working so hard with Roman Reigns, and even even then, even in the moment of celebration, his celebration is cut off by Roman Reigns' entrance, and I I think this is very symbolic. In, in, in an intentional way, hopefully, by the WWE. If not unintentionally, I still give them credit uh, to have Jey Uso. Uh, and his celebration of winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal be cut off by Roman Reigns' entrance, very symbolic of what Jey Uso has had to endure 
at being the this the right hand man or the honestly the stepchild or the stepbrother, whatever you want to call it, of of uh, Roman Reigns. I love these little things. These little things really mean so much to me because it shows that there's a little bit of effort there involved saying that, all right, we're going to have him win, but when he's celebrating and standing with the trophy, his celebration is going to be cut short by the person that has been holding, either holding him back or you could argue pushing him up, but has he has been under his thumb, if you will, for so long. So not even the moment where he is at the highest point of his career, winning this Andre the Giant Battle Royal, sadly on a SmackDown, uh, has to be cut off by Roman Reigns. I thought that was very symbolic. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're going to continue with that. We've already seen them have their feud, but but it would be fun to see something down the line where this is called back on. Moving on to the final uh, segment of the night, the Roman Reigns promo. Roman Reigns says he has more things to worry about other than selling himself. Reigns talks about ratings and the Universal Championship and how he's made it relevant and how he's made the SmackDown, what's called the blue brand. He didn't say this specifically, but pretty much saying that how he's, he's made SmackDown the, the dominant show between Raw and SmackDown, how he's made the Universal Championship uh, looking like the dominant championship in the WWE. Uh, cuts probably the best promo I've ever seen him cut as a as a heel. And perfect time to do it as well. You know, you're, this is the, the go-home show to WrestleMania. And I couldn't be more excited for Mania. Does, does anyone really know who is going to win this match between Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns? Is anyone really... Is it set in stone for anything? You know, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think it's set in stone at all. Because Roman Reigns definitely has a good shot going forward. I think Daniel Bryan also has a good shot as well. Trying to, uh, you know, if WWE wants to to have this whole babyface run again, almost telling a similar story. And Edge, you know, he's come back for a reason, and he might have wanted to come back to have a title around his waist. Oh, this is tough with a triple threat match, and I'm going to give you my answer after the break as I'm going to give you my predictions for Night 1 and Night 2 for WrestleMania. I forgot to give my final grade for this episode of SmackDown. I'm going to give it a B-. Fun show, a lot of... Obviously, a vignettes and, and packages for WrestleMania, so that sort of dims it for me because there wasn't really anything here that could sink my teeth into too much. It was sort of, was this a missable show? Kind of, like, almost like missing the, the, the pre-show for WrestleMania. You know, you don't really have to watch it. That's what it kind of felt like. You, know, you missed, like, it's as if, like, if you, ha if you watched it, yeah, you, you did get something out of it. You got these promos out of it. I think that was the best part of the show. But if you missed it, you didn't really miss much. So maybe I'm going to knock it from B- to a C+. Not that this was a bad show in any way, shape, or form. I thought it was pretty good. It's just that it was missable because it was kind of the pre-show to, to uh, WrestleMania. So I'm giving it a C-. But when we come back after the break, I'm giving you my predictions for WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2. Something you're not going to want to miss. Call your bookies up because I'm giving you my, my, my thoughts. So stick with us right here on the Daily DDT Podcast. Welcome back to the Daily DDT Podcast. Once again, no on this day in pro wrestling. Got more pressing issues. I have to give you both night one and night two predictions. So usually I, I would do one of these if it was just a, a Sunday show. I would give you in two parts, but I can't given that it, the WrestleMania is tonight. So I have to give it to you both now. And uh, I'm excited. I'm ex I couldn't be more excited for WrestleMania. I don't know if it's just me just in the mood for like WrestleMania season or if the card feels kind of decent, especially a couple of these main event matches. You know, not the whole card, but some of it. So I think they're putting their best foot forward. I think also maybe the idea of having fans back in, in the stadium uh, for Raymond James and what the set's going to look like and everything like that. I'm just excited for the whole moment. I'm ready for it all. I'm ready for it all. I'm, I'm looking at it from an open heart and a open perspective. I'm not trying to close myself away as a lot of people try to do often with the WWE, trying to find the worst thing possible. I'm trying to look for the best thing possible to grab from WrestleMania weekend. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing my, I'm a good job. Uh, really trying to gather it all in at the same time. So let's 
start off with WrestleMania predictions for night one tonight. What are we going to see? What am I thinking that we're going to see? Sorry for my creaking chair here. Also here in Queens, New York. Going to be a, gonna be a, a fun ride. A fun ride if, you, if, you, if I say for these next two days. Um, night one. Starting off, uh, I'm going to go for my... Maybe not my least anticipated matches, but I'm trying to book a card here. So let's go start off with the women's tag team turmoil match. Uh, this, this, I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest with you. Only reason I'm talking about it so I can give you my quick thoughts and opinions. I'm not going to go too, too in-depth on it. But it, it is between Mandy Rose, uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, Lana, Lana and Naomi, Natalia and Tamina, and the Riot Squad, and also the addition of Carmella and Billy Kay. I'm going with Natalia and Tamina here. I think that they've been built up pretty strong on this road to WrestleMania. And uh, even though they're relatively a new team compared to teams like uh, Randy Burroughs and Dana Brooke, and obviously the Riot Squad, who's been through the ringer of it all, I think uh, Tamina and Natalia uh, get their time in the sun. I think uh, they're going to have a fun time at Mania. If not, then the Riot Squad. I hope for the Riots. I'm hoping for the Riot Squad. Let me argue that. I'm hoping for the Riot Squad, given that... I feel like this might be their time, but if not, then I'm going to give it to uh, who I think is going to win. And that's going to be Natalia and Tamina. But no more about this women's tag team division, even though I would love to talk more about it. I really would, but WWE has not given me a reason to. Next, I'm going with the Cesaro and Seth Rollins match. Uh, Seth Rollins, in last year's WrestleMania, had a match with Kevin Owens. That was fantastic, building up Kevin Owens for his future run throughout the rest of the year. And now... Obviously, having a gonna have a decent match against uh, Sami Zayn in night two, but now let's look at Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Ooh, this is a tough one. I feel like I can go either way, but I'm gonna lean towards more the babyface direction. I'm gonna go with Cesaro here. You just gotta think about the per- perspective that WWE is coming from. This is the first time they're having fans in attendance in a long time. They want to make sure that they're gonna have a good time, and I think that good time is gonna come from having a lot of babyfaces go over. Not in every match, because I feel like there's some places where WWE has to put their foot down, but uh, I think in most cases they're gonna go with the babyface winner. I, this is my thoughts here. And I could be completely off. They can go all heels and never want to go upset uh, going home. Go like, what the heck happened? Why did everyone I wanted to win lose? <laughs> you know, they want fans to come back, of course. So they want to make sure everyone has a good time. It's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania is the biggest party of the year. So th- that's my thoughts going into it. I'm going with Cesaro in this one. Next match, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. This is the epitome of that answer. I'm going with Braun Strowman here. You know, the, I don't think anyone wants to see this match, but they're at least going to want to want to cheer Braun Strowman given the fact that if he would win it would be some type of cheer if not if Shane McMahon wins I think the biggest cheer that would come from that is him jumping off of something high but given the fact they sort of locked him in a steel cage doesn't allow him to jump from something high unless he's jumping from the top of the steel cage but that's not that high compared to him people wanting him to jump from the ship but Kevin Owens might do that later so we'll we'll see but I'm going with Braun Strowman here in the steel cage match Usually I would say if I'm excited for this match or not. I, I'm going to say I'm excited for this match to be over. I'm excited for this feud to be over. So there's that. So that's why I am excited. I'm excited for this match to be over as soon as humanly possible. Because uh, this feud has just not been it for me. From the slime to the favorite port card to everything like that. I, I just did not get any love from it at all. But I'm going with Braun Strowman here more in that babyface direction. Next matchup, the New Day taking on AJ Styles and Omos for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Oh, now this is where I sort of go off kilter here. Usually you would expect the New Day f- to win here, given that they're, you know, been baby faces of all baby faces. Well, maybe not. You know, they do just. I wouldn't say they do heelish things, but sometimes they act a little anti-hero, if you will. You know, they, they're not always on the the the, the right side of the. 
receipt there, if you will. But I'm going with AJ Styles and Omos here. I think this is WWE putting their foot down. It's like, all right, we sort of have to tell the story here. Omos has been unstoppable ringside, and you're going to this finally putting him in a ring. You better give him the win there if you're putting him in the ring. And if they are going to lose, Omos better not be the one getting pinned. He, I don't think he should not fall down once in this match, Omos. He should be built, booked as the biggest giant since Andre, in my opinion. Because he's, he's that big, and they're building up that well. I, I think they, they have the opportunity to do it. And I think fans are behind him in a sense. I'm curious what the fan reaction will be at Raymond James if they're going to boo him. Obviously boo him from a heel perspective, but if they're going to boo him from like a King Corbin perspective. In a way, it's like, oh, get off my screen for being forced down my throat. Uh, I really hope that's not the case because I really think they're doing a good job with Omos. They're making him look like a beast, like a, a true, genuine beast. And we haven't seen something like that where someone looks this dominant in quite some time. So uh, I'm excited for it, and I want to see him pick up the win, pick up the Raw Tag Team Championships. And if they do lose, uh, either now or down the line, it better be AJ getting pinned and not Omos. I don't, I don't want Omos to be knocked down for the next year, till next WrestleMania. That's what I'm going to say. I don't want him to be knocked down until next WrestleMania. Let him be that big where he's never flat on his back ever. I never want to ever see that from him uh, for quite some time. Next match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. I can hear you rolling your eyes, but in my perspective, I, I am glued to my screen in this one. I'm really, really excited for this one. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest pick up the win here. Uh, this feud started way back since Bad Bunny made his performance back at the Royal Rumble. Now has been sticking through with the WWE, even at one point holding the 24-7 championship. And now having a match at WrestleMania with Damian Priest doing the perfect job getting Damian Priest over. A person that needs to get over since being called up from the... NXT roster now to the main roster. Miz and Morrison, obviously uh, two figure pieces of the WWE, and Miz and Morrison, uh, Miz especially the the uh, uh, main PR person, if you will, for the WWE uh, outside of maybe Cena, but someone that does it on a consistent basis and also wrestles in the ring in a weekly basis as well. Uh, I think Bad Bunny and Damian Priest pick up the win here. Miz and Morrison don't need the victory here, to be honest with you, but uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, well, d especially Damian Priest, is definitely does and Bad Bunny is there along with him to get him over and get the fans that, hey, I never watched wrestling before, but I know Bad Bunny. I watched him in the Grammys. I watched him at SNL. I know exactly who he is. Maybe I'll go tune in. I have Peacock for whatever reason. So maybe I'll tune in to WrestleMania to go watch Bad Bunny in the match. People will be excited for that, especially night two as well. I Maybe I, I got about a text I got about Logan Paul saying like, hey, I heard Logan Paul's going to be in WrestleMania from people that have never watched wrestling before. So I'll be like, yeah, he's going to be on night two. If you're interested, it's on Peacock. Go check it out. And be like, all right, they're going to go watch it. And you know what? That's an extra viewer going WWE's way because of why? Because of Logan Paul, because of Bad Bunny, because of people that, you know, not the wrestlers, but I know you might argue that might be a bad thing, but hey, maybe it's like they watch the shows and start from the beginning and be like, hey, this this Kevin Owen guy is, is really cool. This this Riddle guy, I kind of like him. I like how he has no shoes. So that, that could bring someone in the WWE and hold them for quite some time because they want to see what happens with these guys. So I'm excited, and the main reason why they have these celebrity stars is because of those reasons. They want to have eyeballs drawn in, and then they stay because of someone else. They stay because of a wrestler. So that's what I'm excited for. Moving on to our, our main event matches here. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Uh, Bobby Lashley, the champion, coming into this one. I believe this match is opening the show for WrestleMania Night 1. And talk about a pop we're going to hear when Drew McIntyre comes out. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be the first entrance. And we hear that, sh that, that sword come out. I really hope there's no booze. I really hope. I'm, that's my big fear. 
Because we don't know. We don't know what he's going to sound like. We all remember the che the cheers that we heard at the Royal Rumble when he won. He was over as anyone else. But if the Roman Reigns effect hit him, if the John Cena effect hit him while we were all in our homes, locked away in a pandemic, and now we couldn't even recognize when that that change was. I guess you can look back on Twitter and we see it on TikTok all the time. It's like, oh, I hate how Drew McIntyre's being thrown down our throats like Roman Reigns and, and like John Cena. No, no, it's, I feel like it's as genuine as anything else because now he, he had the chosen one gimmick back when I was a kid. And now that he's back, he's ran through the indie scene. He's gone through Impact. He's gone through the What Culture Pro Wrestling. He's gone through everything. And now he's back here. He won the WWE Championship. He he had a story amongst all stories. Not like he's some poster child that WWE propped up. He's earned his way back. So any boos here are just people that just want to boo. People that are just just can't understand what cheering sounds like. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. it. It bothers me to no end. Drew McIntyre wins this match. Feel good moment to open the show. Everyone excited. Let's get those real cheers back and people that want to cheer, dying to cheer for pro wrestling. And I feel like we get that there to open the show. Main event of WrestleMania Night 1, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And I'm going with Bianca Belair here. Uh, they've had a great... Uh, I wouldn't call it great... But they've had a pretty decent feud from, since the Royal Rumble. Well, the only reason I don't call it great is because they they had a tag team match together to try and win the SmackDown. Uh, not the tag, SmackDown, the, the women's tag team championships. Uh, once again, why am I talking about the women's tag team division? Because they don't want me to talk about it because it's so bad. But either way, that shouldn't be involved in this match in any way, shape, or form. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, going with Bianca Belair here. Fun moment. They want to have Bianca Belair be the, the amazing figure. And this will be, wow, now that I'm thinking about it, this will be the first uh, black uh, main event of WrestleMania ever. And is it fair to say that? Is it is it fair to say that? Because it's on a night one. And it's the main event on night one. But I'm talking about two black athletes, uh, two black superstars having a one-on-one -on -one match. This is the first time that has ever happened at a WrestleMania so for night one, that's absolutely huge. And I, I believe the last time this has happened was Rock, Booker T, either SummerSlam or Survivor Series. I think it's SummerSlam 2001, I want to say. And uh, for this to happen out of Mania, absolutely fantastic. fantastic. And two black females as well. You know, WWE hitting the nail right in the head. You know, and uh, to, this is the perfect time for them to do it because you could sort of consider it, you know, people, a lot of people consider the main event of WrestleMania night one from last year to be the main event uh, between the, the Undertaker and AJ Styles in the Boneyard match. People consider that a main event. So, yeah, I consider that a main event here, too. So, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, this should be a huge moment for professional wrestling as a whole as we're going to see Bianca Belair. Hopefully, we see Bianca Belair come out on top. Yeah, Sasha Banks doesn't need this win. Bianca Belair needs this win, kind of. Yeah, this, this, if she loses here... Then what's next for Bianca Belair? You know, this is setting the precedent for Belair going forward. This is going to be her moment. She's the EST at WWE. So this is me cutting a promo for Belair at this point. I think she picks up the win here. I think it would be really good for WWE to end the night on such a high note as well. With Banks winning kind of as the heel. It's not going to really be appreciated. Uh, even though a lot of people consider Banks, and she is one of the top stars in WWE as a whole male or female, I think Bianca Belair can be right up there with her, with her talent, with her physical ability. She deserves a spot, and that's who I think is going to win, and that's my predictions for night one. So, Bianca Belair, SmackDown Women's Champion, coming out of WrestleMania. Night two, let's move on to night two. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on the tag team turmoil winners. I have that to be Natalia and Tamina, but honestly, whoever it is, 
I just hope for the fact that this something develops out of this, whether it is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler winning and another tag team comes back together in order to defeat them later on down the line, or it's the tag team turmoil winners that take the win here. I, that's why I'm saying I think the tag team turmoil winners win this match here and we have a new women's tag team champions. But either way, I just... I have no interest. This is, I want to talk more about it, but I have absolutely no interest in the women's tag team division at this point. Maybe after Mania. We'll see what happens. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul ringside. Supposed to be with Sami Zayn. I have Kevin Owens here in this one. I think this is going to be another feel-good moment for Kevin Owens, especially at, he's. this is him earning his win after his feud with Roman Reigns. That was so great. So I think he earns his his win here against Sami Zayn. That can't afford he can afford a loss here. There's nothing bad will happen to Sami Zayn with him losing here. Uh, Kevin Owens losing here, I feel like puts him more in a no man's land. But uh, Kevin Owens with the win here, I'll take that any day of the week. I, I want to be see a big spot from Kevin Owens too. Let's, let's get a big cheer from the fans. Jump off of something cool. Jump off the ship. Jump off the the pirate ship. I know it's not a an ODQ match. Maybe we'll see Apollo Cruz jump off of it as the, his match is an ODQ match, but. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be real fun to see. But I have Kevin Owens here. All right. One of my biggest takeaways and one of my biggest takes probably in this one as well. Sheamus versus Riddle for the United States Championship. You might say, oh, Riddle's a shoo-in. You know, if no pun intended there. Riddle should be the one to win this match. You know, he's been the one carrying a lot of things. But I think Sheamus comes out here and wins this one. I know he's the heel. I've been talking all these good this good moments here. All these good vibes for WrestleMania. I think Sheamus picks up this win here. I think he does it in quick fashion as well. I don't know. There's something about this match. I feel like it's kind of a trap match, if you will, for a lot of people. A lot of people expect Riddle to come out and win this one and uh, leave happy with his with shoeless and all the stuff like that. But for the United States Championship, I think Sheamus picks up the win, especially of all their all the great matches that he had with McIntyre. This is his his uh, his uh, paycheck, if you if you will, for for all the great matches that he had with McIntyre. He gets to be United States Champion, defeating Riddle, who's honestly let the WWE down a little bit, even though they use him a lot. Uh, I, I'm never gonna forget the promo that he just absolutely forgot. Well, the backstage segment that he absolutely forgot his lines, just walked away. I think he's gonna get punished for that in some way, shape, or form. And I think it might be here on the grand stage in the mall as Sheamus picks up the United States Championship win. Moving on to the Intercontinental Championship match, a Nigerian, Nigerian drum fight between Big E, the Intercontinental Champion, versus Apollo Crews. Their match at Fastlane was an absolute dud as it was a botched finish. But uh, if we look past that, I think Big E picks up the win here. I know I, it hurts for me to say, even though I really I kind of like what Apollo's doing, especially since he's toned it down a little bit i wonder what the entrance is going to look like for mania uh if, if they go all out for mania i have no problem with it it's wrestlemania if they go all out with the nigerian theme and everything like that no problem with that at all i, I hope he goes in that direction to be honest with you because it is wrestlemania this is when you go all out not on an episode of smackdown with the spear and the guards and everything like that that's not what you do you do it at mania so it's a special for a one-time thing and then when you go forward, you know, you tone it down throughout everything else. But at the big pay-per-views, especially at WrestleMania, I hope it's a whole pomp and circumstance thing for the Nigerian pride and all stuff like that. That's why I want to see it, not on an episode of SmackDown. But either way, I have Big E winning this match. 
in the Nigerian drum fight. Let's hope Biggie stays healthy because every time we see him in like these no DQ type matches, he gets genuinely hurt. He gets legitimately hurt. I remember he had a match with Sheamus where like he cut his all his back up and everything like that and hurt injured himself in a, in a no DQ match with Sheamus on this episode of SmackDown. Let's hope that he stays healthy throughout this one, Biggie for for his sake and for the Intercontinental Championship's sake. As uh, I haven't really seen him do much with it, but Biggie's supposed to be the next big guy. He's everyone's saying, oh, he's gonna be the next WWE champion. He's gonna be the next Universal Champion. Future down the line. He's going to be a big a main star for the WWE one day. Well, this is where you got to prove it on the grand stage of the mall at WrestleMania. Got to put on a good match and you got to put on a show as well. So I think he'll be able to do it. It's just I'm hoping also from Big E as well, we don't see his five moons of doom that we see all the time. The year and I game in the corner, the splash on the apron, all, you know, the, the all the New Day stuff that he does. Uh, yes, it's fun, but we see it in every match. So I guess we're probably going to have to see it at this WrestleMania match because that's his moveset. But... You know, it'd be more fun to see something. So I want to see a surprise from Biggie in this one. I want to see something a little above and beyond from him in this one as well. So I give him the victory here, but I need to see above and beyond if he really is going to have to prove to me something. Moving on, The Fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. I think The Fiend is a shoe in answer here. You know, he's been gone for quite some time. You want to bring him back. You want to bring him back in a fun spot. Randy Orton trying to help out the younger guys. I think he's even mentioned that as well. I think you know, he helped out McIntyre, and now he's going to help out The Fiend here. He got fantastic story being told. The, the horror stuff and now the fiend coming back and looking absolutely maliced and burned and, and charred and melted if you will uh, i i think the fiend is the, the easy answer here so if, if there's any lock of the night i think the fiend is the probably going to be the lock of the night if you will rhea ripley versus oscar for the raw women's championship a little bit of surprise here i'm going with rhea ripley i think oscar has held this belt for too long and hasn't really done anything with it rhea ripley to hold this belt i think will be a fun a moment for Rhea Ripley to hold it, even though she's the heel for WrestleMania. I think it would be great for her. And when Charlotte comes back, future down the line, I hope they have a match at SummerSlam for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, well, I don't, Charlotte Flair, once again, not on this card for WrestleMania. A lot of people are surprised about, but COVID being an issue, her husband or fiance, whatever you want to call it, uh, being an issue as well. He's no longer in the WWE, so a lot of factors involved here, but I'm giving Rhea Ripley the win. For her to face Charlotte Future down the line. Moving on to the main event of WrestleMania. I've talked about this in the past. I've made a full podcast on this match as a whole. Edge versus Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns the champion. The Universal Champion coming into this match. Uh, for the This match is for the Universal Championship. Oh boy. This can go... All three directions. I think this is an even. This is there's no no Steiner maths here. This is an even three way split. I think all three have a very good case on why they should be champion coming out of this one. I'm gonna go from least to greatest. <sighs> Daniel Bryan is probably my least favorite person. I would want to win this match. We've already seen this story be told. We've seen two heels, like half heels, if you will. Uh, it, well, in one being Edge. But we already see two heels take on the super babyface in Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan come out on top, being the miracle on Bourbon Street, WrestleMania 30. We've seen the story be told before. That's the only reason I don't want to see it. But if we do see it and the fan reaction behind it is really big at Raymond James, then I guess I'll have to be okay with it. Maybe I'm the one that's in the wrong here. Maybe I'm the one that doesn't want to see the story again. 
I know it's been seven years since we've seen the story be told, but we still saw the story be told, and it was still one of the greatest stories that's ever been told by the WWE. No need for them to tell it again. I know they're trying to recreate some some magic here, but they you know magic's gonna get doled out for me if they can tell the story over and over. So I get it. I get why they have him in this match, especially if they're trying to take the belt off of Roman Reigns. I uh, the I could see you know they don't want Roman Reigns to be pinned. So whether it is Daniel Bryan pinning Edge or Edge pinning Daniel Bryan in either way, sense or form, you know Roman Reigns isn't affected here, given the fact that he wasn't the one to be fin- pinned in this situation. But I wouldn't want to see Daniel Bryan win it here. I understand if you if you want to see him win, all power to you. This is main of this is the main event of, of WrestleMania. You should be rooting your whole heart in every way, shape, or form for who you want to win. Let's get excited. Let's get ready for it. But if you want Daniel Bryan to win, I, I have no problem with it. I, I think. Uh, I, personally, I don't, as I just mentioned, for all those reasons why I feel like the story being told over and over again isn't going to be good for the WWE. But at the same time, if you want him to win, go root your heart out for it. Go root your heart out for it. All right, and then number two, I would have Edge. I think Edge, yeah, would it be a fantastic story? Sure, coming back, uh, not off of one injury, but not two because of the tricep, and then coming back and winning the Universal Championship, uh, pinning Daniel Bryan and even Roman Reigns possibly. He, I, w- I would be upset if Daniel Bryan pinned Roman Reigns, but I wouldn't be too upset if Edge pinned Roman Reigns, given that that was supposed to be the singles match. So uh, I feel like uh, with Edge picking up the win here, it would be fun for him. It's just that, uh, he has to do something with the Universal Championship more than just be, oh, look, I came back and I'm holding a belt. You know, I need to see him develop a story and develop another person along with him, which I'm sure he can do. It's just that's what I need to see come out of it for me to be happy with the championship win. And if the match is great, then I have no problem with him winning either. So if Edge wins, I'll be okay with it. But the person I want to see the win, the get the win the most is Roman Reigns. If he comes out of here, WrestleMania, as the champion, I know it sounds like a dud. We all come to WrestleMania to see the title changes and everything like that, but I've already given you a ton a ton of title changes throughout this whole my whole predictions video. I've given you a ton already. So for Roman Reigns to retain, I feel like it's once again WWE putting their foot down saying like, hey, Roman Reigns is our guy. And I know we have, there's no one, I still think there's no one on this current roster that can beat him one-on-one and it seemed legit to me. Not even Edge a little bit. You know, I know it might sound crazy, but not even Edge. I need someone to come back and beat him for it to seem legit. Like, there's no one on this current roster that can do it. I think Brock can do it. I think Cena can do it. I know it might sound stupid and more crazy. I know Cena can do it. And that's really kind of it for me because there's there's no one. The Rock, and that's the only other one. The Rock can do it. And that's what would be the cherry on top for me. But that's not going to come possibly for another two years at WrestleMania Hollywood. You know? So that, that that's where I feel... Rowan Reigns, I really want him to hold this championship for a long time. Why not give him to him for 400 days? You know, I know it might sound crazy, but he, look at what he's done with this championship. It's not like he's holding this belt and being done with it. He's holding this championship and it's bringing people up with him. He's brought up Jey Uso. He's brought up Kevin Owens. He, he's now bringing up uh, Edge and Daniel Bryan with him to this main event of WrestleMania. Two guys that all tell a similar story in the sense of, you know, that at one point they were in fear that they were never going to be able to wrestle again. And now they're all in the main event of WrestleMania together. So I feel like a fantastic story is already being told. And if Roman Reigns coming out on top, he is the future. You know, Edge is not the future of the WWE. Daniel Bryan is not the future of the WWE. Rowan Reigns is continuing to not only be the present, but also the future of the WWE as well. He is the reason why. So I think Rowan Reigns picks up the win here and we cap up WrestleMania with Rowan Reigns, still the Universal Champion. 
Looking on to our next episode, of course, what I'm going to be talking about, WrestleMania, duh, talking about WrestleMania Night 1, I'll give you my thoughts and reactions about all the fun stuff coming from WrestleMania, hey, hey, let me, let me speak to you real quick, to the listener, let me speak to you, it's WrestleMania season, get excited, don't be nervous, don't be scared, don't don't be the, the person like, oh, analyzing every little thing to come from WrestleMania. Don't be the guy to to mention the, you know, all, all the minutia and everything like that. Let's have a fun time tonight and Sunday night. Let's have a great time. It's WrestleMania. We've been waiting so long for a big event like this where fans are finally back in the seat. 25,000 coming in attendance for Raymond James Stadium. Have a blast. If you're going, have an absolute blast. If you're watching at home, order some wings, have a good time, open a couple cold ones, right? And let's have a blast. It's WrestleMania season. We've been waiting over throughout a whole pandemic to watch a big event like this with fans in the seats. Let's let's not be sticklers about every little thing that happens in the show. Let's enjoy it and let's let's enjoy it during the moment and let's talk about what happens later. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, Come check out the Daily DDT Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And that's all from me. Remember to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and using the code FANSIDE20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at dailyddt.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on on Twitter and Instagram at Jaden Becker TV. I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the Daily DDT Podcast. Enjoy WrestleMania.